0: Porpoise Pod, with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and
1: Alejandro Solano. Porpoise Pod swimming on here, Tobin and Solana, as we are getting ready for week three of the Miami Dolphins season, as they welcome in the Buffalo Bills to Hard Rock Stadium, Sunday at 1 o'clock. So everybody tuning in, I hope you're getting uh, all nice and Ready for the game, whether you are at Hard Rock Stadium right now, tailgating on your way to Hard Rock Stadium right now, tailgating, or if you are just uh, getting ready, ramped up going into the weekend, whatever it may be, we are hyped for it. We know you guys are, too. Um, Solana, what does what the Bills' dominance look like last year against Miami? What has this been? This has been a it was a, a nightmare game for him last <laughs> year because Tua Tungvaluwa had his ribs broken and all that, all that season of hope we were looking forward to. Tua's first real year as the starter, um, you know, no more Ryan Fitzpatrick. This was to his team, even with all the Deshaun Watson stuff that was surrounding him. There were plenty of people that wanted just Tua because, you know, the controversy of Deshaun Watson was starting around and plenty of people just wanted to see the whole thing with Tua through. And then, boom, like, was it second drive of the game, broken ribs. And, you know, the season for him, this, this, uh, this big year in front of him, was kind of thrown off the tracks.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you look at week two, and obviously you can kind of throw that game out because of the way that it transpired with Tua. He gets banged up. Misses the next couple games, but I was looking more at the game in Buffalo. I think it was October 30th, like, or, or it might have even been on Halloween or whatever. I remember because I went to the booth in a costume, and <laughs> I was the only one. I was the only one in the press box in a costume. You went to the you went to the Buffalo Bills game in costume. In costume. <laughs> what did you go as? Uh, Granny Wolf. What? So I wore like my suit or whatever that I always wear, but I took my cop. I mean, it's Halloween. Like why why Yo, wouldn't You
1: went to the Bills game dressed as Granny Wolf from, like from Little Red Riding Hood? Hell
0: yeah, with a tail and everything and a dress. What? What? Why? It's Halloween. I mean, what? Oh, I, broadcasters I, I, are too good for Halloween now? I just think it's a, it's
1: NFL. It's buttoned yeah. up. It's the no fun league. You it's showed Halloween. up dressed as a grandma wolf.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm trying to make a little difference in the NFL. What then. were the
1: comments of this when they showed you when you, set, when you uh, showed up? Oh, I mean, I took it off immediately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I kept like too much shame. Gear, I kept the headgear on in the booth. Because I thought it was funny. Who were you
1: most embarrassed? Like, was it Marino? Like, who was the person you were most embarrassed by seeing you in this attire? Oh, it was Jimmy Cephalo. There's no
0: <laughs> doubt. I mean, he uh, he already, you know, he, he he looked at me different ever since that day. He's looked at me different, hmm. a little different ever since that day.
1: Because I thought this guy was a
0: buttoned up professional. And, uh, and there I was in a dress. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I mean what? We're too good for Halloween now. I don't I don't it's I don't know. We're doing too good there. for Halloween.
1: I just think it's you know it's one of those I don't know if it's if Halloween is there for you to enjoy at that particular time, especially with you know, Jimmy Cephalo, Joe Rose, <laughs> guys been in the business for a long time and they see you walking in. Listen, I'm not above silly sauce, you know that. I love right. me some fun. I just don't know you know, time and
0: place. So you wouldn't show up to like the heat locker room on Christmas Day? No in a costume
1: uh with like an ugly sweater <laughs> no i don't think so
0: maybe an ugly sweater let's see who who do they play we're at detroit the 30th this year i'm going in costume again you're I,
1: going in costume
0: but I'll you're go- gonna be as a fan
1: like don't you have season tickets
0: oh no no i'm talking about dolphins at lions oh. october 30th this year i'm, I'm going in costume you, think you should show up as man campbell yeah you should no, show I'm up gonna- with one ass cheek and three toes <laughs> <laughs> um so going back to that game um, the final score of that game was 26 to 11. Obviously, doesn't seem too close, right? You lose by whatever that is, 15 yes. points. Uh, but when you really break down that game, it's Tua coming back against the Bills after he was hurt. The Dolphins are in the midst of this uh, losing streak, and at one point in the game, at halftime, you're losing six to three. Mm-hmm. Things aren't going your way, and at one point in the game, you're down 10 to three only in the third quarter. So to start the fourth, you're down 10 to three. Buffalo scores a quick touchdown, but the Dolphins had opportunities all game to score. Do you remember on multiple drives, the Dolphins end up scoring a touchdown. They're down 17 to 11. They have a chance. They're in the Bills red zone thanks to a turnover. Mm -hmm. And I think it was Mike Kosicki. There's confusion on the offensive line. He moves in motion. Tua hikes the ball in a shotgun. And it like hits Mike Gasicki as he's running I do remember in that, motion. Actually. And it happened more than once. I don't remember who else it hit. It might have hit a running back or Tua was trying to talk to a running back off. I don't remember exactly the way it transpired, but multiple times there was confusion. The Dolphins had opportunities in that game to convert and they kind of just shot themselves in the foot. So it leads me back to what we talked about on the last podcast, what everybody's kind of saying, right? Mm-hmm. The Dolphins are I mean, it going—
1: dropped them to 1-7 at that point, too. Right, so right. So they were in a free fall.
0: They needed that win. And you know you know what the the narratives have been. Dolphins can't win a game in cold weather. It was yeah. pretty chilly that day. Tua can't throw the ball in cold weather. Um, and he didn't look great by any stretch of the imagination, right? Like the Tua we saw in the fourth quarter— you wouldn't even recognize well, the other I, Tua. Yeah,
1: and what, what was it? So he played was it this game and then was it what was it the next one in London? Right. Or right. something like that or was it the week before London and then they had I think the Ravens game before that or right no. like right into that. So it went They okay, played so they the Falcons. Buffalo.
0: They played the Falcons before yeah, that. Yeah.
1: So Tua played this game and then apparently he got hurt in practice because he played uh Bursette played the next game against the uh the uh, the Texans I don't know if two got hurt in this one or if it was in practice I forget which one it was but then so yeah he like had just come back from injury a few games beforehand Dolphins are still in a losing streak and then he doesn't play the next week
0: yeah but really my point here is that even against the Buffalo Bills last year who were clearly the better team Mm -hmm. on the road in Buffalo in cold weather and the Dolphins kind of kept shooting themselves in the foot doing everything that they shouldn't have been doing they were still in that game and it wasn't until later in the game buffalo ends up scoring the the, the, the final touchdown uh Josh Allen and uh, and Christian Wilkins kind of get into it and uh but the dolphins were in this game so i was I, w- I was looking at the the youtube uh condensed version of the game and i'm saying like man this version of tua this dolphins offense in those moments doesn't make those mistakes and they're able to capitalize and and stay in the game with Buffalo, which couldn't happen last year. So it kind of gave me this sense of of not relief, but almost like this sense of optimism going into Sunday. Where throw whatever you have at us, Buffalo. Uh, this is not the Dolphins from last year. This is not the Dolphins from 2020. This is a different offense.
1: Yeah, it's I I think all of it. I mean, just looking at the line, the, the idea that they don't have Jesse Davis out there, I think is like amazing. <laughs> you know, so that that already helps Tua, uh, but. This is definitely a team that's much more explosive. And like you talk about looking back at the old guys like, you know, Miles Gaskin, Savon Ahmed, that one of them doesn't play now. One of them is the, the the third string running back. You know, the 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 weapons of Devontae Parker who was the leading receiver in that game. He's gone. Mike Esecki certainly doesn't have that role in the offense anymore. And Jalen Waddell, because he has Tyreek Hill next to him, is is a, a much more explosive player. You talk about the guys right now. They lead their first and third right now in the league in, in receiving yards. Stephon Diggs is number two. So you're talking about a lot of explosiveness—the explosiveness, that's, uh, explosiveness that, that is going to be on uh, the field and on display.